Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green on WGR is presented by Woods to Wedges, by Michelob Ultra, by the Western New York PGA, by Custom Turf, and by our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. It's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Minas. Just after 7 o'clock, good morning from Lockport, where it's not necessarily the most ideal golfing weather, but we're here and excited to be on the air as we welcome you to TD Green every Saturday here at your local spot for Golf Talk in Western New York. I'm Brian Cozio along with Kevin Sylvester. PGA Pro Jeff Metis, and we've got some others coming in from Lockport Town and Country Club here to join us in just one moment. Good morning, Kevin. Morning, Brian. It's not just here, though. I think it's all over Western no, it's New everywhere. York where <laughs> our, our weather is uh, not good. You know, it's interesting. We had great weather Wednesday, Thursday, right? Sunny. You know, it was a little brisk uh, for our league play Wednesday night, but uh, it was nice. And yesterday we had to film... Um, some final things for our TD Green TV special will be on Channel 2 next week. I don't know if you know what yesterday's weather was like. Today's better. That's all I'm going to say. Today today would have been better yeah. uh, to film. And it, you just but we got it get, in. You That's don't right. get a chance to dry up. Yeah, we get like right. one good day, and then we get uh, this. Yeah. But if you wait for a good day in Western New York, sometimes you don't play. Right. Well, as yeah. my friend Jeff Mita says, it's an outdoor sport. That's right. right? Yeah. Bring outdoor play. gear. Yep. Play it outdoors. You test that two-year warranty on your waterproof on your shoes uh, in Western New York, and that's why you need waterproof uh, golf shoes. But you know, I, I'd be curious, uh, before we bring in our guest here, Jeff, how much dry time do we need to really dry out here? You know, as you mentioned, we don't get a break. Like, you know, we have some rain or, or some precipitation like we're having today. Um uh, do we need more wind to help that out? What do we need? Uh, well, we need some warm and some wind. But, yeah, every facility is different. It depends. You know, uh, Country Club of Buffalo is up on top of that hill there. They've got a nice subsurface there that drains well. We're kind of wet at Glen Oak. Um, our driving range could be one of the wettest spots around. Um, I, You know, give us two or three days of decent weather, and we'll be in really good shape. I think we'd have carts going everywhere, even at a mm. wet facility like ours. But, yeah, we need only two or three more good days of some nice warmth and some sunshine, and that would uh, that would uh, dry it up very, very nicely, and we'll, we'll be rolling. Uh, you're starting to see the leaves pop, though, so they're coming yes. either way. Um, it's coming. It just feels like it's slow. It is still April, we got to remember, but not for long. It's not yet. Not for long. Is I correct. got leagues starting at my, in a week. <laughs> That's yeah, right. are starting. Well, I think it, just, it feels a little longer, too, because of how short our fall golf season was. So it, it oh. just that has made it feel longer to me. Well, don't forget, we started the show a month earlier this year. That's why it feels longer. <laughs> I was right. trying to figure out that in the drive uh, out here, uh, which I always look forward to coming out here. Uh, just beautiful place, Lockport, Town and Country Club. And I'm like, why does it feel like it's just been a, a worse spring? I'm like, because we started 
the show in March a month early this year. That's right. So and, and now the snow has stopped. So that's you, right. You can have your event here today. That's right. Speaking, that's right. Of, <laughs> speaking of the event, the man that uh, will be here working hard, Terry Stiltner, the PGA professional here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Terry, good morning. Good morning. Terry making his tee to green debut. Yep. Jeff, it's always very exciting. He gets to sit next to you. It's the hot seat, right? Yeah, you know, it's the photos I don't like. You know, <laughs> he puts it up in his office <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. No, we've, I've known Terry a long time. He's been a PGA yes. professional in the area. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure he's glad to be here at this great club, get closer to home. Yes, I am. Yeah, you had an event scheduled today, Terry? Yes, we had the men's opening guest scheduled for today. Uh, 44 players strong. We postponed it. Canceled it yesterday afternoon. Oh, you due did? Due to the 38-degree It's playable. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> What's, it's not standing water. It's not raining. What's the problem? Uh, cold, damp, and uh, <laughs> yeah, very be, wet conditions. Yeah, it wouldn't be very that's fun. Right. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. That's, yeah. a, that's a great right. point. No, yes. for, no for, Exactly. Terry, tell us a little bit about your golf background and what brought you to Lockport. Well, I'm originally from Daytona Beach, Florida. I've been a Western New Yorker full-timer since 1999. Uh, I originally came up in the early 90s, taking an assistance job, apprentice job at Niagara Falls Country Club. And after the 94 season, I moved back home to Florida, was not planning on still being in the West New York area. And back in 1999, accepted another job back in Western New York up at River Oaks Golf Club, located on Grand Island. And... Um, in the last few years, I was down at Bartlett Country Club, and excited to be back home. Yeah. Well, you've got a wonderful facility to yes. work with here. I know the three of us love the golf course. Yeah. What do you like about the golf course? I like the the Stanley Thompson design, the trees, um, the layout of the golf course. Of course, the new nine, but the, the original nine is unbelievable. The greens, the bunkering, everything. The bunkering. The bunkering's great. Yeah, you guys are exactly. redoing bunkers, I hear? That's in the plan? Yes, we yeah. are doing that. Um, we are trying to... Um, know just the new technology out there and just you know make sure the bunkers are up up to par it's amazing visually like you know we're sitting here in the grill room which um uh, Rollo Malley, the gentleman is sitting next to me but uh he's off mic but this was redone what five six years ago Raul? a little longer than that all right but it the vistas here right uh, the glass that surrounds uh and the u-shape uh you know with the grill room and the bar here it's just awesome you can sit and you can see so much of the golf course and that original nine you were talking about terry and that's what i i love about it it, it is just uh the hills the trees that line this golf course uh the new sand and, and the, the bunker and it's done i'm looking over here at uh, 17 just just fantastic and normally we right? catch the sunrise as we're here but not right. today <laughs> well the sun was up before we started the show earlier here but uh, you can see the entire length of hole three and just how green and lush it is right now it's it's just fantastic yeah yeah it's really and for those that uh, have been here before you know how close hole one is here to where we're sitting inside the grill room you get an opportunity to see people teeing off yeah pat perez jr usually is teeing off during the show here yeah. you know, remember who looked like the pat perez <laughs> doppelganger didn't we get in trouble for picking on some <laughs> we did i i got yeah, well yeah, yeah i got in trouble for calling him that but uh he's not here today to defend yeah. himself uh, no <laughs> um no it is great you can watch everybody tee off here and uh straight up I didn't realize from this vantage point how straight one is. That you know, it looks like it's angled a lot, but it's a pretty straight yes. hole. All you gotta do is hit it straight, Kyle. Yeah, That's not right. Gonna, it's never been your problem. Pretty yes. straight <laughs> hole. <laughs> it's pretty much. You could probably take that strategy almost every time, right? Just hit it straight. Just 
Yep. Well, a, straight a just, is your aiming point. Straight is never a bad shot, <laughs> right, right in, in golf. Yeah, hey, but the data will tell you longer is better as we, as we learn more yes. and crunch the numbers. As you get closer, proximity to the pin is your number one factor in scoring. That's right. We're here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, and the PGA Pro from Lockport Town and Country Club, Terry Stiltner, is with us here. Uh, we'll have some membership information coming up a little bit later in, this, in the show. Uh, Kevin already mentioned Rollin O'Malley is here, the great general manager that has hosted us here kindly for many years. Francesca Rockwood, the assistant GM, also will join us here. They had an open house here yesterday, and we'll give you a little bit of information about that and uh, some of their special offerings that they have for the 2019 golf season. Uh, of course, we'll get our Western York PGA Tip of the Week here. Jeff and Terry will give you their insight. We're going to talk about putting uh, in just a few moments. Another senior PGA Championship ticket giveaway to our Tee to Green Club members. That's coming up in just a few moments. A couple of more hole-in-one stories to get to. Uh, Jason Duffner's hat this week is causing some issues down in New Orleans. Did you see it? I think he's I did. I did, okay. I, I did see his hat, so we'll get to that. And uh, Tiger Woods, I guess, maybe alluding to when he'll play next. So I'm surprised by his latest that's announcement. Right. So we'll get to all that here coming up uh, in just a few moments. But one of the challenges maybe putting uh, or playing at a course like this, uh, we mentioned some of the elevation changes. We mentioned how there are different styles of greens, Terry, from the original nine and the new nine here. Um, what would you say are some of the things that would would uh, make someone have to feel good about how they played today in terms of some of the things that they'll see out here on this kind of golf course? Keep it simple. Keep the ball in front of you. Um, basically try to get it down the fairway and in the hole as fast as possible, obviously. And um, just don't try to do something that you cannot do. Yeah, it's a variety of different shots that you're going to hit here, right, Jeff? I mean, some of them, as you said, you have to deal with is the green above me? Is it below me? And thinking about some of the, uh, a diff the some of the par threes have that sort of look to it as well. well uh, there, there's there's some thinking involved here. Yeah, as Kevin said, you'd never get a level lie out here, and and that's I, to me that's fun. You know, I you know hitting the ball every every shot's flat. Everything you know that's not as much fun. I like when you have the ball above your feet and you know you're going to try to that ball, but the pin's on the right and it wants to go left and all those kind of challenges, or you can't see the base of the pin or trying to figure out for the adjustment in elevation, all those challenges you get on a nice hilly course like this. And uh, they've got the beautiful, you know, the it's a parkland setting with the huge trees everywhere. Um, so that's, for me, that's fun golf. You know, that's, uh, that's go out. Every shot's going to be different. Every time you hit a ball, it's going to be a different challenge. It's below your feet, above your feet, up it, as you said. And then putting on the greens. We're, I know we're going to get to putting. Um, you know, these old greens here, there's a, there's a lot of elevation changes. you got to have some pretty good lag putting if you're going to score. Well, the, the interesting thing, the more you play here and you learn the spots on these greens, um, you know, I, I'm just – I was just trying to ask Terry, I'm like, what's your favorite hole here? I'm trying to think, what's my favorite hole? And I think I change it every year because there's so many great holes uh, here at Lockport Country Club. Um, you know, one, the tiers in the green at one. I mean, you really have to – you know, you go through and you play this golf course, you're like, wow, okay, I, that location on the green, you really have to pay attention to it. You want to uh, putt uphill. Right, one, three, the, the green at three. Uh, three might be one of the most difficult par fours in western New York, and I say, different. why would I want to play a difficult one? No, it's, it's challenging. You want to uh, beat the challenge in there. Uh, the green at three, I think of the green at 16. Uh, you know, what a, what a great putting surface that is. And at 17 also, it's a reachable par five, but you've got to make sure you're in the right quadrant of the green when it comes here. I do I do want to make a – can I make a confession here? Uh, this is really really more for – No, no, here. No, no, this is more for uh, my wife if she's listening. <clears throat> was that I, I you do, out on the golf course out here last night at no, 8 o'clock at night? I, no, I want, talk about, I want to talk about uh, <laughs> playing here in the fall, all right, because we talk about the setting and stuff. We're in the spring, we're getting into golf. 
Um, if you haven't played here in the fall, or if you're becoming thinking about becoming a member, you, when you get to play here in the fall, you get to play a little longer, I think. The season's a little longer here at Lockport because of the location on the escarpment and such. When my daughter was young, she uh, was in uh, ballet, and they had, they had rehearsals down the street here uh, at the ballet company. It was different from her normal one. And it was Sundays, which was like the only time I was home, and I'd always volunteer to take her. And, we and know my where niece going, Jeff. Yeah, oh, and, yes. and, and my niece to ballet. My wife. It would a lot be like, of stories start this way. Right, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> they'd always be like, well, you sure you want to go? It's your only day off. The Bills games. I'm like, yeah, it's a fine. I'll go. You know, you take care of things all week. What I would do, I'd call Rol and say, hey, can I come and play golf while they're in? He's like, absolutely. So every Sunday, I would come out here. So you missed the ballet recital. Uh, no, I went to the ballet <laughs> recital, just the practices. Oh, okay. I didn't, you know, I couldn't go in and practice, so it was an hour and a half. It was great. I'd play the old nine. It was fantastic. I, I would call so. it good parenting. You don't want to over-pressure no. your daughter, right? I mean, by being there right. uh, in her face, all that, right, exactly. But I'll tell you, in the fall, <laughs> I mean... I mean, this place is beautiful as it is, but in the just gorgeous. Yeah. Just gorgeous. Well, we talked about putting here on the greens. Let's get to our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Uh, Terry, let's start with you. Uh, let's start with lag putting first here. What are some tips you think to uh, being a successful lag putter? One tip is uh, get, your, get feel um, on the putting green. I don't care what golf course you go to, you need to get feel um, on the putting green. One tip I tell my students is uh, think of it as like throwing a baseball. And when you throw a baseball, you look at the, the person you're throwing it to, your brain's basically reacting, you're, it tells you how hard you have to swing your arm. Well, the same thing in putting. Look at the hole, take a couple practice strokes, hit some putts while you're looking at the hole, and that will, should help your lag putting a little bit. Yeah, I like to uh, I like to start that off before the round. Uh, you know, try to get that feel for the speed into your into your body. Every day the greens are different, even if you're playing the same golf course. I like to start with uh, some uphill putts and then some downhill putts. You know, a little bit longer that kind of helps you get the feel. Um, and then make sure you do hit some lag putts, some longer, some 30, 40, 50 footers, whatever it is before your round. I agree with Terry. You want to have a you want to get that feel in there. Still, you got to keep that base solid. So people tend to hit these longer putts. You'll see their lower bodies start to wiggle a lot once they start to get longer and longer putts. Real hard to hit a solid putt then. You still got to hit putts like every golf shot, solid, center of the blade. So if you're going out there, start in the beginning of the round on the practice screen. Hit a bunch of putts uphill, downhill. Try to make sure you're, you're kind of dialed in on the speed. And make sure you have that nice, solid base. And trust it. You know, a lot of times you hit these putts, you know, like Terry said, you're, you're just reacting to your target. So if you're, if you're nervous over it, just trust that you're going to hit a really good putt. And the last thing I'd say is read the last five to six feet. You hear this a lot, but that's what's important. Because once that putt starts to slow down, that's when the break will start. When you smoke them, you know, these 30-footers, they don't break much in the first 15, 20 feet. So look at that last few feet. That's where 90% of that break will take place. I think that's a good point because that's that last five, six feet is maybe what will set you up for a tap-in mm -hmm. versus a nail-biter that might lead you a three-putt. And you, I, I also visualize the putts never very seldom go right in the front of the hole. I look at it as a clock. So if I'm looking at the putt, hey, it might be going in at 9 o'clock. It might be going in at 3 o'clock. It might be coming all the way around the other side, depending on the slope you got. So I'm always trying to visualize what the putt will do and how it will break into the hole. I try to see every putt going in the hole. I mean, before I hit it, hey, how do I have to hit this putt to make it? And, um, and if you're trying to make it, often you'll hit a better putt. You, you, you have a great drill that's up on tdgreen.golf, our website, in the video section about speed of greens because you, you need to know the speed a little bit too to get the lag right. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm correct with this drill, drill Jeff, uh, that, that we filmed last year, it was putting to the collar on correct. the practice green. 
Punch right, and do it from different different distances. And the whole idea with that drill is to not touch the collar, to get the ball as close to the collar as you can without having a touch. Because what happens is you become so engrossed in the speed that you don't worry about line and you can really, really focus on the pace of the greens. But lag putting is so crucial. How good are the tour players at it? Oh, they're cra- here's the one thing I notice when, when you're out there. Like they, they miss plenty of putts. I mean – um, if you go to uh, a, a tournament and you look at the scoreboards, the shot link, like uh, Canadian Open will be at Hamilton Country Club. Um, they'll have the scoreboards, and then they'll say, Terry Stilder has 12 feet for birdie. And then they'll have the tour make percentage. And you'll blow your mind at the make percentages below 50%. You're like, wait a second, these are professional golfers. But here's the miss. The miss is a tap-in, right? The miss from 30 feet is a, a one-footer, right? The miss from 50 feet is a two-footer. Their misses, uh, they don't miss it and have six feet left, uh, a white knuck, mo- most often. Their misses are, are really close in that circle. And you look at their stats, uh, how often do they three-putt? You know, three-putts are, are peculiar or rare for most yes. of these guys. You know, you don't three-putt every round. If you have one three-putt around, you're not putting well, if that's your average. That means you got to work on your on your speed and your pace control a little bit. I've seen, I saw Tiger Woods four-putt yeah. in Mexico. Well, it happens. In Mexico, it, it happens. He mm-hmm. three-putted from four feet. Yeah. That's right. And you're like, how does that happen? Right. It happens to the pros, too. Terry, what do you think about the flag being in now? Does that help on lag putting or the fact that you can leave it in if you want to? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting this year as players get out there in Western New York, um, experience what they've seen on TV so far. Um, I think it will help without a doubt. I think I seem to notice at the Masters there was less of it, that the pin was taken out more, and there's new data coming yes. out that says, hey, maybe it's not exactly a slam dunk. Well, the, so uh, they, Bryson DeChambeau was the first one to do all this research on it and also said it depends on the type of flag stick you have. Fiberglass, you know, leave it in. Um, it'll deaden the ball, mm-hmm. uh, even on your miss. However, there was a... Uh, for lack of a better term, rocket scientist, if you will, but a scientist who I had worked for Callaway and, and had worked for Titleist, and he's a Cal Poly side, right? And they went out, and they basically they did it by speed. They did the same distance of putts, but changed the ramp that they're rolling the ball down on speed. True roller or something like right, that. Right, yeah, yep. from like Ooh. two feet past the hole, four feet past the hole, uh, and, and so on and so forth. And what they determined was the best putter. Like, so this thing is, it's a machine. It's not. Perfect roll every time. Perfect roll every time. It hit the center of the flagstick 28.8% of the time on a perfect roll. So what does it tell you? The best putter in the world is only going to hit that less than a third of a time. That drops straight in the hole. Based upon that, they said, take the stick out. Yeah, because what they were saying is basically if you don't hit the center of the stick, it's deflection. There's more misses. Right. So it will keep the ball in the hole, right. too, though. There are putts that will fall into the hole. Right. Like, so a third of the time, the putt is center cup right. and down where the yeah. flagstick will be. But that doesn't, that's not how many were made. Right. You know, the percentage they made were greater percentages because they'll go on the side of the cup or, you know, this right third, it'll fall in based upon speed. So according the stick will keep that out. And according to his data, you should, should not have it in. Correct. Basically. And so if science is telling you one thing, it's hard to say. And But, but I like I, Terry's idea on lag putts, the long putts. I yeah. like keeping it in because I think it helps with the line, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because uh, if you do hit it too hard and does hit the flag, it's not going to roll six or eight right. feet. By. See, I, that's why I think the data is wrong. Not wrong. Well, the data, to me, you know, in practical experience, if I got a 40-footer, I'm going to leave the flag stick in in case I hit it, it'll deaden some of the golf ball. But I also think, especially on some slopes, like you'd have here, it'll help your aim point. As you were talking about, Jeff, all right, if I know that breaks right to left the last four feet, well, i got to be 
three holes right of that flag stick. Well, I, I can't see the cup. I can see the flag stick. I think it helps your depth perception, too, on some of the longer putts if you keep the pin in. That's why you, know, you can always tend them. But. Okay. And it keeps that guy from, hey, point at my toe here when you're putting. Oh, you can do that flag now. Stick now. Now you can touch your line. I know. Yeah. I'm saying when he's tending yeah. the flag stick, though. You oh, know? yeah, yeah. Hey, Bob, stop moving your foot here. I'm aiming at it, right? <laughs> That's right. What you couldn't say you were doing. Yes. Absolutely. Hey, before we go to break here, uh, this week's event on the PGA Tour, as well as on the Champions Tour this week, is a two-man event. Uh, the Zurich Classic in New Orleans, the Bass Pro Legends of Golf tournaments that have uh, two-man partner events. And uh, it got us thinking about just some of the fact that there'll be tournament season here before we know it in western New York. A lot of events that we know that do great work for charities uh, across this region. Uh, but I love two-man. I know a lot of events that many people listening will play in are four-man events. But I think a two-man event is great. Two-ball. Um, Two-ball. That's ball. right. So let, well, let's, it let's could be alternate shot. It's, yeah. It's let's talk about, about the uh, the difference here in the terms of what the, those that are playing at the Zurich Classic this week. In the first and the third round, Jeff, they're going to play best ball. And then in the second and the final round, they're going to play alternate shot. Can just go through and, and then we know the, the common format that people play in tournaments here across West New York is scramble. Right. And there's three different formats here. And maybe some people think it's all the same. So why don't you well, go through Yeah, it? everybody calls uh, a scramble a best ball. Uh, the term is actually like so those guys are playing a partner's better ball, uh, the better of the two balls. Right. A scramble is when everybody hits, you select the best shot, then you pick up your golf ball and go to that. And that's a scramble. That's a scramble. A four-sum or a two-sum is when some of the people play some of the time. That's when you have alternate shots. So two balls, like a partner's better ball, a, a four-sum or a two-sum's alternate shot. Yeah. Well, listen, if they can change the match play terminology from all square yeah, I saw that. to tied. Yeah. I didn't like that. I didn't like that either. No. Like, there's some traditions in golf that should stay. Alternate, but I'm just saying, so yeah. they just call alternate shot. It makes shot sense, too. Hey, we're squared up. Yeah. Alternate right. shot, yeah. by the way, too, for those that might think it's it's truly every other shot, and how does it end for the next hole? It's just somebody tees off on the odds, somebody tees off on the evens. It well, yeah, that, yeah it's that, well, that's modified off yeah. alternate shot, correct? Yeah. Right. There's Chapman, and there's, yeah, there's so many different formats. Because of gimmies and stuff like that, it's like, well, does that count for you? Does that not count for you? Well, so, no, they have to. So. They have to. They have to hold the ball yes. on that. No, I'm saying like when you play an event, you might think, hey, is that your count as your ultimate shot? Oh, right. Shot or well, not? some yeah. guy might, you know, I'm going to miss this putt so that I can tee so off I on can the next tee off on yeah. Terry, that's <laughs> never happened in your career as a pro, no. right? And, and well, that would be. <laughs> Why would you ever miss a putt? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying if you if you have. If you know you got a two strokes to right, spare. If you know got, if you're, if you're, listen, if you're in a shootout, perhaps <laughs> in an invitational. <laughs> it sounds like we're speaking from experience. No, Kevin. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, if you know if it happens. Um, and a putt was missed, and, and it, it can change the tee box order if you oh, do yeah. it that way. I like it's an alternate tee box. I do too. Yeah, you know, I so yes. it doesn't so nobody's doing anything squirrely on the green. And then you exactly. can yeah, then you play to your strengths. You know, somebody hey, I don't like that fifth hole. All right. Well, well then there's the strategy like hey, I'm yeah, I'm jeez, uh, I'm going to start this. I'll start here because you're better on the par three or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to there's some you got to figure it out instead of like. Coming in, hey, we got a three-stroke lead. I'm going to miss this putt, so you tap in because I'm, you know, I'm better in that, yeah, that hole. No, shouldn't be that way. If you play in a tournament though in Western New York this year, a lot of times it will be scramble for four man, for for some. I like, yes. I like. I, I I was saying how I, I wrote in our column this week yeah. on our newsletter for our TD Green Club members how I think any sort of format where it's two in a group I like better, and the reasons that I talked about that was we know, and Kevin, you could definitely jump in on this. There's sometimes shadiness that happens when you're playing in groups of four because there's no other set of eyes on the group. 
So when it's two in a group, you have another set of eyes watching. So I feel like that the score at the end is, I'm not saying it's totally good, but it's much better in terms of being a truthful score. Secondly, I feel like you're more invested. If you're playing in a, if you're playing in a four a group um, four man scramble, sometimes guys will go three or four holes before their shot even gets to count. If you have a shorter hitter off the tee, it feels like maybe I'm never going to give a, a drive to count all day. If it's two man, like you're invested because I there's agree. only one other guy <laughs> that can bail you out, and you might have to bail your partner out at some point. Uh, so that's why I like that. I like having a two-man tournament. However, you want to set it up. Do you feel more pressure playing with a partner over a shot? I think I do. Yes. Yeah. If I, I like make it better. A four footer. I, I feel like if I miss that, I'm letting my partner down, not me. So it's I actually feel more pressure <laughs> yes. than I would just playing my own ball. I, I I love match play with a partner. Yeah. I just I just I just love it. I think it's great. The few times that I've played alternate shot too, like I feel like that's the most pressure packed because especially if your partner hits a good shot. And he gets you a, like a makeable birdie putt, and you're sitting there saying, "I gotta make this because it's not affecting me. It's my sh- my partner just had a good shot." Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> what makes it fun. Or vice versa, <laughs> right, Terry? I yes. can I can I could put you in a terrible spot, and now you're yes. standing sideways, falling over here as I put you up against some rock or tree or water hazard or something like that. Alternate shot is very difficult because you do not want to let your partner down, as Jeff said. Um, it's one of the hardest formats out there. Yeah, then you get mad at the guy. Yeah, but you know, what? I, I, I would, I, I will tell you this: there is nothing more exhilarating. And the only time I've played alternate shot is being in a shootout uh, at a tournament. Uh, it's only happened twice, and one one time we won, the other time we lost in the fourth sudden death hole with it. And I'm still burning over it. But when you're in the middle of it, it is exhilarating, right? I mean, it's just what you feel and you block. Actually, I found. Um, my partner and I, we just blocked everything out. Everybody, I, I didn't, I didn't look at anybody else's shot. We're just concentrating on what we need to do. And then you got in the green. Okay, where do things stand here? And you're over a putt, and you know you're just like, man, this is a hard putt. I'm, I'm here. Here's my leave. I'm going to leave you this. I'm not trying to make this putt because it's just you know impossible. Or you know, trying to talk your partner up into hitting the shot. It's just, re- it's so great. Yeah. Imagine at the Ryder Cup. That's right. That's oh, where it's at its best. Right? That's yeah. that's two man right there. That's where yeah. it's at its best. So so exciting. Yeah. So many good things. Brian could have been in in the uh, Invitational here at Lockport had we not lost our match, right? Now, in our uh, Michelob Ultra yeah, Challenge. Yeah, that challenge we did a couple years ago, and we got smoked. But if we would have won, Brian was going to be a guest here. Yes. I was so thrilled for him, and yes. we and we Lockport choked. member here, Mike Vendetti, who I'm yeah. sure might be listening right now. And uh, we choked. He was in it. He was in our yeah. challenge, but he and his partner Nate beat us. Yeah, they were that good. Mike, Mike was great. Oh that my day. goodness, he was. And talking about partner match play, guy was. That's I, the other part that's fun. If your partner plays great, you just go yeah. on for the ride. I we did not, test him afterwards for <laughs> performance enhancing. I was not uh, passed. I was not upset with how we played. They just were lights out. They really were. Yeah, I was upset how we played. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terry, thanks for coming on here. Thank you so much. We'll uh, we'll be back in a few months, so I hope you can join us again when we come back. Hopefully it's nicer weather. Hopefully. Yeah, That's hopefully. right. We'll yeah. be outside on the patio. I'll That's take right. the 8-10 tee time that day. You got it. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Have a great 2019 <laughs> golf season. That's right. That's right. Terry Stiltner of the PGA Pro here at Lockport Town and Country Club. When we come back, Francesca Rockwood, the Assistant General Manager, on some membership information. We're still going to give away a senior PGA Championship pair of tickets We've got the Batavia Downs Majors Challenge information. That's coming up again quickly, isn't it? The Duster. We've got information on that. We'll have that coming up. When's Tiger going to play next? Jason Duffner's hat. 
Still lots to get to here from Lockport Town and Country Club on T to Green with PGA Pro Jeff Medes and Kevin Sylvester. I'm Brian Koziel, Derek Kramer, producing back in our Amherst studios. Thanks for being with us here live at Lockport on T to Green. Seven thirty-one. Welcome back here, TD Green, live at Lockport Town and Country Club. Brian Colesiel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Thanks for being with us. Thanks to PGA Pro Terry Stiltner for joining us last segment. Terry with some good insight on putting with our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. If you're just joining us, don't forget we start every Saturday at seven a.m. We'll be at Briarwood Country Club in Hamburg. Next Saturday, one of our home clubs here is TD Green is presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, and our home clubs, Fox Valley, Tantara, and Briarwood. And we are here at Lockport Town and Country Club, and we'll be speaking with Francesca Rockwood in just one moment. But first, just some information well, on our Duster things. putting challenge. Two things. Yeah. Uh, big giveaway from Michelob Ultra coming up uh, the week of the PGA Championship, a loophole rangefinder. We're giving that away. you got to be a member of our TD Green Club. Go to tdgreen.golf. Sign up for that. It's a random draw. Uh, by the way, Hook and Gaff, Mike Sims from Hook and Gaff, sent our winner, Rick Rieger, sent him a watch, gave him a hat, too, and a personalized thank you note. How awesome is that? Rick sent it to me. He's like, this guy's fantastic. Nothing so, like a handwritten note. Yeah, I nope. mean, just uh, great. So make sure you check out Hook and Gaff and, of course, enjoy Michelob Ultra responsibly. August 2nd, Friday, August 2nd, the 4th. D4, the Duster, D4. Duster Challenge 4th, our putting tournament. We talk about match play. It's a match play putting tournament. Uh, it is so much fun under the lights. Um, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that we're going to uh, bring the fourth generation of it uh, to do it. And registration opens May 1st. If you can't play, you, you can. there's a donate button on there. It goes to the Western New York PGA Foundation, uh, the Reach. Reach Foundation, yes. and their whole program. And we hope to raise a lot of money for that. We want to surpass. We want to get over uh, the two thousand dollar mark this year. We were at eighteen hundred last year. It's only fifty people in the event. We only have room for fifty people, right? So, um, but we appreciate your donations. Considering play, you want to have a fun event and a great time. It's August second in the evening a at Fox. Quick note Valley. on the Reach Foundation: We have just uh, we're working on purchasing some solo riders. Right. So uh, we're per trying to purchase three solo riders so people with disabilities can uh, access the golf course. It's and those are what twenty grand each. Uh, there? they're expensive. Yeah. yeah. But they allow pe people without the use of their legs. They get strapped in. They can pivot. They can take them on the greens and they can play with them. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So Reach does some great work uh, through the Western Europe PGA, and if you're a member of our Tee to Green Club, if you haven't signed up yet, do so. Kevin, you're going to get a, a discounted offer uh, and an early chance to sign up to be in one of those 50 spots at the Duster. Well, yes, I am, and you will see that uh, in the newsletter coming up. That's right. T, so. the number two, t2green.golf. Sign up for our T to Green Club. Uh, we'll be giving away a pair of senior PGA tickets coming up in our next segment, but joining us now, the assistant general manager here at Lockport Town and Country Club, Francesca Rockwood is with us. Francesca, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having us. Sure. So you had an open house here last night, so you're busy. How did that we go? We did. It went really well. Um, we had a piano player. We had great food by our chef, AJ, and we had three families join. So it was a su successful night. Excellent. Yeah. What, you uh, mentioned okay. family, by the way. Right? We, we're talking about the golf. Like, there's more than just golf here. Right. The Lockport <laughs> Country Club, right? <laughs> we have our three great dining rooms. We have a pool. We have a lot for the kids here. Kids cooking, kids golf. And Wait, kids cooking? Yes. You can teach kids to cook? So that you we try. Is it mac and cheese? <laughs> we did pizza. Eat. We did waffles. Nice. Really fun for the That's kids. That's actually cool. That's a cool you know, thing to do to, you know, and, 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 and they're not cooking at home, right? So they get to right. come and 
Right. You have a just don't let them get into the industry. <laughs> 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 don't let well, your kids grow up to be chefs. I'll maybe they. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> your brother's a chef. Yeah. My uh, my nine-year-old golf obsessed son is also obsessed with watching the kids baking championships on uh, Food Network. Do you know I that love show? watching yes. those. Do you know yeah. that show? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's that's a good show. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely. Yeah, uh, the pool here too. Yeah. You should mention right. Yeah, absolutely. There's a pond also, but with the <laughs> pools, they let the kids in the pool. That's an old Caddyshack joke yeah. for those who are not poor. Right. I got it. Yeah. I know you There's got it, too. That was for Jeff, did. really. I got, <laughs> it. I got it, too, yeah. I get the pond joke all the time. That's right. <laughs> Francesca, you guys have a great opportunity this year. I know you're kind of uh, labeling it two for one. Can you kind of expand on what that's all about? Yeah, so it's for our golf memberships only. It's two years of membership for the price of one. If you prepay your 2020 dues up front, you'll get your 2019 dues for free. Excellent. There you go. Hard right. to beat that. <laughs> Half off. R- well, yeah, no, I mean, well, you see think, how smart you, I am. Yeah, you yeah, are. You are. You are smart about you that. Show. <laughs> you know, one of the things, um, you know, the golf course is great. And the experience is great. You know, people want to know. All right, well, if I'm going to join, you know, I'm not, and am I going to be able to get out? Or all the tee times blocked out? It's not that. It's not that way here no, at all, is it? You can definitely get out on the course. Yeah, if, if one thing I know, you can you can come up and you can always get a match here too if you want. You guys are very welcoming to play. They invite us to play every time we come up here, Brian. So, uh, yeah, especially yeah. yeah today. It's yeah today. If you want to play today, today would be uh, a fantastic. You can play fast. Time. Yes. No, but that's important. I think is that pe- people value their time so much and to being able to just say, hey, I, this is a course that I know is going to be easily accessible for me and my schedule. You know, I think that that's important. Yeah. You mentioned the three different dining areas. Uh, that are here, just because uh, that's an important part of it. Food's got to be good, right? right? Food is good here, but also where you're having the food. That's that's exactly. important, isn't it? And so you know, we're in the grill room here. That's one option. You have a formal dining patio. Talk about the yes. patio. So recently, last year, we um, have a brand new upper deck and patio. Fire pits, outside bar. The upper deck gives you views of um, hole 18 right as the golfers are finishing up. It's really beautiful. Now, are you a golfer? I am not. I oh. hope to get out there. All right, you're gonna have to have Terry teach you. Yes. yes. Yeah. Now take that you're lessons. in the industry, you better get out there because uh, you have this. You have access to all this. You might right. as well take advantage of it. Well, of and course. when you mentioned uh, family, um, you had three families joined. So um, families can play, you bring your kids out and play golf yep. too, or there, you know, there's no issues with that at all. No, not at all. Because I think that's important too. I, I love bringing my my sons out to play golf. I try to get my daughter to play. She want to play, but you know, the boys out to play golf. And it's just great. And it's a great way to get out, too, and play more. People are like, how do I play more? Get your kids involved in it, even if they're not good. Uh, right? You don't have to be good? No. no it's yes. just supposed to be fun. Supposed half to be adults fun. don't have to be good. No. Right. <laughs> half the fun for the kids is the cart ride. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that's, that is a thousand percent. And whatever food you get afterwards. Yes. So, um, I, you know, you know your kids are having fun out there when they're running. You know, when you got the little kids and you're out there uh, – I gave a lesson in the rain the other day. This young girl, she's running between shots, so you know they're having fun. Um, and uh, it is supposed to be fun, and and it'd be a great place to bring kids up and down the hills, and it's beautiful. And, and be what a great a pl- place to hold a wedding too, I would think, right? Yeah. What a, what a great place patio? for your kids to be during the day, though. You know, I yeah. mean, if you're if they're out there on the golf course, you don't have to worry about anything. Absolutely, Francesca. How can they contact you if they want to hear more information? Or maybe I know maybe they missed the open house last night and they want to come in and check the place out. Right. They can call 716-433-5969, or they can email Francesca at LockportCC.com. Excellent. And I tell everybody this, no matter what club you're looking at, listen, they they want, they're welcoming you to come check it out. There's no, 
You should have no reservation. Well, you should make a reservation to check it out, but I have no reservations about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, go on and say, it, it may be new to you, but that's what Francesca's here to help you out with, right? The, to take you through, hey, this is what it's going to be like. You want to talk to some members? You can talk to some members. And the days of they get up and read you the things you can't do are kind of over. You right, know? yeah. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't, you know. So, um, yeah, golf's different now, so. I, the people here are great. Yep. They really are. I'm from from Ron, Francesca, and Terry, but I'm, the members here are, are great, too. They're very welcoming people. Yep. I always enjoy coming up here. That's right. Francesca, great. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. Make sure you can contact her if you need more information or the general manager, Rollin O'Malley, as well here at Lockport Town and Country Club. Okay, when we come back, we'll get you our PGA, check, a PGA Tour check of the leaderboard. They are the Zurich Classic, the two-man event we spoke about. When Tiger is going to play next, We'll have that information and our senior PGA championship giveaway as well. And Jason Duffner's hat. We'll have to get that in there too. He's playing this week down in New Orleans. A who dad hat. That's right. Interesting NFL reference on the hat. We'll have that all coming up here as we roll on from Lockport Town and Country Club. Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Medes. I'm Brian Colziel, Derek Kramer producing. Thanks for being with us here on T to Green. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard, brought to you by Encore Golf, Buffalo's Golf Ball, and by Donald Ross, the world's finest golf apparel, and by New Era Golf, headwear engineered to perform that never sacrifices style. Back at Lockport Town and Country Club, Brian Colziel, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I want to thank the Assistant General Manager, Francesca Rockwood, for joining us last segment. If you missed it, we'll have it up on our on-demand audio section, WGR. 550.com. Just tweeted out a picture of our view from the beautiful grill room here overlooking the first hole at Lockport Town and Country Clubs if you want to check out that picture or some of my other ones from this morning uh, at Brian WGR. As you heard there, time for the check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Two-man event at the Zurich Classic of New Orleans at TPC Louisiana. And Peter Malnati and Billy Hurley III, not necessarily uh, the most household names, but they are right now your in-house leaders. They finished their second round. There was some lightning and some weather issues on Thursday, which caused play to get backed up. So there are some pairings today that will finish up round number two. Uh, you've got about six groups that are one shot back at minus 13. Uh, the first round was best ball. Second round alternate shot. They'll go back to best ball for round three today and then better, tomorrow. Better ball, Brian. Better ball. Better ball. You like the better description. Well, it says best ball on the, uh, on the official uh, PGA Tour app here. Uh, I know, but right. you like better ball. Best ball again. Better ball again. The, everybody plays their own ball. The better score counts. Right. Yes. And then alternate shot, it's you hit, I hit. You hit, I hit. Correct. Vice versa. That's yes. right. Same ball. We play one ball, alternate shot. That's right. The, uh, the betting favorite coming in this week was the Aussie pair, of Day and Scott, together. You would think. And they, at the moment, may not make the cut, but they have some holes left. They're, uh, they have 12 holes left. I'm sorry, they have 11 holes left um, on their round, but right now they are on the outside looking in at the cut line. They can make some birdies, though. you got to zig and zag. you got to not birdie the hole of your partner birdies. He's got to alternate those. That's what makes it fun. So you put the two best players in the world, it, it, it kind of evens the field, this format, a little bit. It takes a... It, it gets more teams a, a chance to win, I would say, that would, normally wouldn't have a chance. That's right. Also a team event, two-man team event, uh, as we get to our Champions Tour report. It's brought to you by Absolute Care, affordable adult-assisted living. The Bass Pro Legends of Golf going on right now. Tom Pernice Jr. and Scott Hoke lead at minus nine. Again, a similar team event there, two-man uh, event. 
Sean McKeel and Lauren Roberts are one back. Why do I mention Sean McKeel? Because he'll be playing at Oak Hill. At Oak Hill in the Senior PGA Championship. Yeah, they had the list of the players out the other day. Very impressive list of the participants that are going to be competing this year. That'll be fun. I'll be there working it. Uh, we're giving away tickets to it. It's great to have that in our backyard again. Jeez, we're lucky. That's right. Segway perfectly there. Time for our giveaway of our Senior PGA pair of tickets. A Friday round. And, uh, again, if you want to be eligible to win... It's free to sign up. Go to t2green.golf uh, to be in our T2Green club. And this week's winner is Jeff Schwartz. So, Jeff Schwartz, congratulations. You've got a pair of tickets to the Senior PGA Championship for Friday's round. Uh, we'll uh, send you an email and uh, get you the information on how you can get those tickets. Tiger Woods, they've announced this week his next event. He said the thought was that he would play in the Wells Fargo coming up next week. And it looks like he's not going to, which means... He probably won't play until the PGA Championship at Bethpage Black. So he's going to go right from the Masters to the PGA Championship unless something changes with his schedule. Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. I mean, he's Tiger Woods. He's been playing golf forever, and he's playing great, and he probably needs a rest after that. You know, you, you work so hard to get back on top, and, and there's probably a little bit of a letdown after finally achieving such a goal like that. So he probably needs a little bit of time to recharge. Um, I'm surprised he's not playing in one event, though, just to get his competitive juices going again. Just, you know, where, what's my bad shot? What do I got to work on? But, you know, he'll get there early in the week. I have a feeling maybe uh, plenty early and, and get to work. And that's going to be a long course. Tigers, he's still hitting it pretty far. I'd, I'd put him in the mix again. There was a video circulating yesterday on social media. Woods made a public appearance for one of his many sponsors, mm -hmm. and he looked as if he was really limping walking in. Mm -hmm. And some people were concerned, like, is there something wrong? Is this coincidentally the same day that the news came out that he wasn't going to play in the Wells Fargo, the one that they thought he would play in as kind of a tune-up uh, for the second major of the year? And uh, then people said, oh, no, that's just his workout regimen. He's just a little sore afterwards. But yeah, he was on, like, a <laughs> Peloton something. Yeah, he was on some video riding a bike. Yeah, he's still chiseled yeah he works very very hard that's why i thought it'd be tough for him to come back because it's so hard to work at that level and continue for i mean he's been working out that hard for 25 years now i mean it's 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 insane to think how much he's how much time he's put in the gym just to compete at this level but tiger did say he would play a limited schedule and that last year the end of the year when he played in all those fedex playoff events maybe he didn't expect to make it all the way through all four rounds of course he won the, the tour championship then looked Really exhausted at the Ryder Cup. I mean, he he hasn't been a Ryder Cup stalwart by any means in his career either, but he just looked like that event was just too much for him. Um, and he said, I'm going to play less. He know, and the excitement of him winning the Masters, people want to play, want him to play, and they mm -hmm. want to watch him play. But I think you're just going to have to be a little more patient and understand if you want to see Tiger at his best – this is the schedule he's probably going to have to play. And last year he had to work his way up in points to get into events and stuff because he was still he was proving himself last year. He was still working his way back into shape, and he needed to work his world rankings up and all that other stuff. So I think that forced him to play a little bit more than he wanted to. Yeah, so that'll be Tiger's next event. Uh, speaking of this week's event at the Zurich Classic, Kevin Kisner is playing this week, and uh, he made a hole-in-one, which happens to be the first time that he's ever made one. And it brought us back to Bryson DeChambeau at the Masters. He made his first one ever there. And he was he was asked about DeChambeau's hole-in-one and said, I've never had one. And then, lo and behold, he had one, too. So we've had two pretty successful professionals, DeChambeau and Kisner, make their first ever hole-in-ones. And I've never had one. 
we were discussing how the three of us, Kevin, Jeff, and I, we have never had a hole in one. Kevin's never had one? For the amount of rounds that Kevin has played, and you and I, we have all three of us combined, we have zero. I've gotten close, yeah, but never got one. Which shows, but the whole point of this, Jeff, was it was to compliment the three of us. Mm-hmm. Look at Bryson DeChambeau and Kevin Kisner. It took them until just recently, and right. Kisner just this week. To make a hole in one, and th- and we would consider them high quality players. Obviously, they're on the PGA Tour. <laughs> they've they've won. Yep. Yeah, yep. They're, they're better players than us. So uh, the whole point of this story is, if you have a hole in one, congrats. But it doesn't mean necessarily that you're the greatest player on earth. And you, don't, you know, the, for I those of us that don't have one yet, I almost had one. I was playing Tantera last week, and I thought it was close, and it spun back. But it was it was still I don't know three feet. But I know Kevin was like, ah, oh, it's not that close, but still. Yeah. Uh, I've done the I, I, I chunked it in the pond and hold the next one from the tee for a three, but that's not you a did one. one. Yes, oh, <laughs> but um, I have friends that can't break a hundred. Got seven, eight hole in ones. Right. Yeah. So there is some luck involved. Um, but and you, you got to love you hit a good shot. It makes you get luckier. That's right. You got to love the the shots you always hear of like oh he he uh, you know hit three wood on a hundred and ten yard hole right. where it just bounced, 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 hit the flag went in. Hit you the know. rake. Then, That's right. Yeah, rolled around the green. Yeah, those kind of hole-in-ones too. But, hey, it's still a hole-in-one. That's what's nice, but they don't ask for a pitcher, right? They just put a number on the card. That's right. Yeah. You don't need video. You don't need to tell them how it happened. If it says a one, it counts. <laughs> I've seen five or six, at least, that I've played with people when they've had them, which yes. is also just as fun. I'll tell you my, the quick version. I've told this, I think, years ago on the show, so if you've listened to this before, I apologize. But here's the, the quick version of the hole-in-one that I saw in person. Um, it was at the 05 PGA Championship at Baldistral. It was the week where they had lightning delays and heat delays. It was like 110 on the course. Mickelson won on a Monday finish because they had heat delays and lightning delays. Um, I'm coming out of the media tent area, and I've got about four waters in my pockets because it's 110 but i'm like i want to go out and watch john daly because he was playing in the 05 event and i'm like i'm gonna go see him at the first tee so i go down to the first tee i didn't uh bring up the fact that i also brought an ice cream out too <laughs> so i've got my waters i've got an ice cream i'm watching daily as i'm walking down daily tees us as i'm walking down hole one at baldestrol the ice cream starts to become a little messy you know inexperience on my part 110 should have avoided the ice cream. Anyway, so I walk over to the side. There's a little concession area there, getting the napkin, getting cleaned up. As I'm doing that, I'm like, oh, there's a group here on the fourth hole of par three. I'm like, I'll watch them hit, and then I'll go catch up with Daly. First guy hitting, Charles Howell the third. Swish, 210 yards, par three. Bang. Nailed the hole in one. That's the only one I've seen in person. Place went nuts. He got a hole in one there. But So so my, me being a little messy with the ice cream actually benefited me. I got to see a hole-in-one at the PGA Championship. So I was in Vegas. <laughs> uh, Justin Timberlake hosted an event in Vegas, and there was a playoff. Good name drop there. Yeah, yep. and uh, <laughs> I got to meet him. But uh, there was a playoff, and, blah, 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 and I'm in the hospitality tent. I'm chit-chatting with some guy while the playoff goes on. I makes a hole-in-one right while my back's turned to win the playoff and a PGA Tour event. So I miss that. Yeah, there's there's close calls with that, but um, it is cool if you have one. It's the you know, uh, it's just super exciting because the chances are so so minuscule to make one. That's why you can get insurance uh, for those events. You know, I have a hole in one. Those guys make a lot of money because not many people make hole in ones and win those cars or in all those charity events. That's right. 
Uh, Brian Colesdale, Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro. Jeff Metis, by the way, if you're wondering uh, why Kevin hasn't chimed in rightly, he had, uh, had he has dad duty. Yes, he does. He's got to take daughter off to her college visit. So uh, probably drop her off at college and go play golf somewhere. That's right. <laughs> There's some good golf courses out where he's going. Yes, there is. So. Anyway, uh, Kevin, if you're listening, uh, don't do that. No. Take the tour with your daughter. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're going to finish here from Lockport Town and Country Club with Jason Duffner's hat this week at the Zurich Classic. Of course, the event is in New Orleans. Uh, at TPC Louisiana, and he's been getting quite a bit of positive feedback from the local fans there. He doesn't have a sponsored hat. He's actually kind of ran with this pretty well, and each week he has like a different mantra on his hat. Some weeks he does it for veterans. Some weeks he does it for maybe the area he's in. Well, this week he wears a hat that people are loving. It says, hashtag... For the Twitter people, you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Saints got robbed. <laughs> of course, in reference to the NFC Championship call in which the Saints uh, and Rams, that uh, no interference call, which should have been, which would have given the Saints the win. So Duffner winning over fans this week in down in New Orleans. Yeah, everybody in New Orleans loves Saints got robbed yep. hat. Yeah, I would agree with him on that. I don't know if I'd, uh, I don't have that hat, but I bet he could sell a lot of those right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt about it. He should start a brand. There you go. There it's it is. Hat brand. It, it's working for him yeah. to wear the new hat every week. All right, that puts a wrap here on our show on T to Green. Jeff, have a good weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Let's get some better weather. We can go out and play. <sighs> yes, I know. It's been it's been rough. Well, it, it's beautiful here at Lockport Town and Country Club. The Snow, I think, has stopped, so it that's has. good. Yep, sun's not coming out, but the light's up. That's right. Hey, if you want to contact uh, the, some of the great people here at Lockport Town and Country Club to come in and just have a visit or more information on possible memberships or outings, uh, you can contact Francesca Rockwood, the assistant GM, or Rollin O'Malley, the general manager. Uh, you can also check out all their information on their website as well, Lockport Town and Country Club. For Kevin Sylvester, PGA Pro Jeff Metis, Derek Kramer, our producer back in our Amherst studios. I'm Brian Colziel. Don't forget, our entire show will be up in our on-demand audio section, WGR550.com. I'll also tweet it out as well at BrianWGR. We'll be with you next Saturday, 7 o'clock, at Briarwood Country Club in Hamburg, right here on Tee to Green. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 